0: Hello, storytellers, and welcome to episode 186 of Change Your Story, Change Your Life. Liar, liar, with your pants on fire. Though that line opens a marvelous song by Tom Waits on his album uh, Heart Attack and Vine, and uh, I believe, yeah, that, that line actually is the opening line of the title song, Heart Attack and Vine. So, why am I telling you that? I'm going to call you a liar, not a conscious liar. We're all liars. Today, I'm going to talk to you about a really important part of your communication it's your body story. Your body tells a story, in fact, it can tell multiple stories all the time. The challenge is that most people are not aware of the messages that their bodies are sending. I've had the great fortune to be a professional actor, so I was trained for years to be aware of the gestures that my body makes and what they communicate. And a gesture doesn't have to be something that's even obvious, like, you know, I lift my arm or I suddenly point my my finger at someone. A gesture. A gesture can happen when you're in total stillness. If you're on camera, a gesture can be a change in the way your eyes are looking. For instance, you might have a very open, almost wide-eyed look, and then your eyelids begin to drop a bit. That change makes a different statement than the one before it. How does this apply to you? If you are in business, and, well, even in life, it's not just business and you are talking to someone or let's say to a group of people and you are communicating a certain message with your words what happens sometimes is that the messages that your body is sending contradicts the message that your words are sending it's interesting it's fascinating And there, therein lies liar, liar with your pants on fire because the body message gives the lie to the word message. And guess which message makes the strongest impression on the people you're talking to? The body message. And here's what's really spooky about it. It makes an impression at an unconscious level. If you're saying something to an audience and your body is contradicting what you're saying, many people in that audience are just going to feel, I don't know what it is, but I just don't trust this person. I don't believe what he or she is saying. And then, you know, you're kind of confused because you may have given a great presentation. You may have even felt that you were at your best. You said everything you wanted to say, but people didn't take action on what you were telling them. So, let's look at how the body can give the lie to to your words. Because what you want to aim for in your communication is to have complete alignment. Your body can say, I'm confident. It can also say, I don't believe in myself. Your body can say, I'm open. It can also say, I'm closed. Sometimes without intending it, certain gestures might even say, I'm arrogant and I feel that I'm above you, that I'm superior to you. And of course, if that's the message that the audience is getting, I don't care what you're saying, you ain't going to win too many brownie points. Your body message might be saying, I'm angry, even if you're forcing a smile. And your body message could be saying, I'm scared, when you're trying to appear strong, confident, and brave. Don't get worried. This could make you really paranoid. You can go, oh my God, I don't know what my body's saying. Am I, am I pushing people away? Blah, blah, blah. You can start to become much more aware of what your body's saying, and I'm going to help you today to begin raising your awareness. How can your body say, I'm arrogant? Let's say you're talking to an individual, and you like this person, but unconsciously you cross your arms in front of you, over your chest. You're doing it because it makes you feel relaxed, and you don't really know what to do with your arms. This is a big problem for people because very often when people speak, they don't know what to do with their arms, and so they unconsciously just let their arms dictate what the arms want to do, and that it's not a good idea. Think of your arms like uh, wild little pups, and if you don't restrain them on a leash and direct them, they're just going to do whatever they want, right? So you cross your arms over your, over your chest, and let's say that you're even a few inches taller than the person you're speaking to. The body message is very strong. I'm closed off to you. I have armor around me, and I'm stronger and superior to you. Arrogance. It's a posture that really telegraphs arrogance really good speakers, public speakers. I've met many who will not present standing on a stage above their audience. They will actually come down to floor level to be on the same level as their audience, and then they'll even move around and get close to the audience while they're speaking so that they create a rapport that it's not just their words creating the rapport, but it's their bodies that are actually supporting that. So let's look at a few ways. Okay, I'm going to tell you a couple of other things that you might notice. Uh, You see this a lot. You'll even see it with professionals on TV being interviewed. Somebody goes on to a talk show, and they sit down, and they smile. They're looking at the host. And notice, are they holding one of their fingers with their other hand. What it telegraphs is a bit of insecurity. When you're holding on to yourself, it's because you're trying to appear poised and calm on the outside when you might be feeling not so poised and nervous on the inside. Another one, and this is pretty funny, it's it's obvious, and yet people still do it. Men will do this a lot. They'll be on a stage talking and they'll put their hands in their pockets. Wow, not a good one. Why? Because one of the unconscious messages that it communicates is deception, the possibility that you are lying, even if you're not. So you don't want to do that. I'm going to give you three really powerful awareness-raising tips Unless you're in theater, you probably don't know what a neutral mask is. Look it up on Google, please. Neutral mask. When I teach presentation skills to people, I often bring in a neutral mask or a bunch of them, and we do an exercise with them, and people are amazed at how much they learn. The neutral mask is usually, well, it's white. And it is literally neutral. It has no facial expression. Let's put it this way. It has no emotional expression on it. The Neutral Mask was created by a marvelous theatrical genius named Jacques Lecoq. He was a mime and a teacher of acting, and he was very aware of the fact that uh, actors' bodies and their movements communicate a lot, and he used the neutral mask, to raise their awareness about how their bodies communicate. So here's the exercise that I do with a uh, neutral mask in a presentation class. Let's say there are six participants. I'll give three of them neutral masks. And I'll tell them to just stand with their arms at their sides in a neutral position, not moving, not saying or doing anything. The other three people are looking at them. The other three are their audience. And then I'll give a direction. Like I'll say to the people with the neutral mask, slowly lift your head until your chin is very high and then just hold that position. The audience looks at it and they're amazed because they immediately see that that is a real... It's almost like the people who haven't said anything who are wearing the masks now appear to be very snooty, like they're special and the audience is, but well, they're looking down at their audience. Then I tell them to cross their arms over their chest and again to raise their heads slowly high with their chins up And that has a a really chilling effect on the audience because it makes the audience feel, wow, they're looking down on me and they're judging me. So imagine if your body is doing stuff like that unconsciously. Wow. Another interesting thing is to go in the opposite direction. I'll tell the people with the neutral masks, very slowly lower your chin toward your chest. And the audience goes, wow, they no longer seem arrogant and above us. They seem sad, maybe even broken and defeated. Those are powerful stories, aren't they? The stories that your body tells. By the way, if you're really interested in this, you can find stores that sell theatrical costumes and stuff and... You can buy neutral masks They are not expensive, especially if you're a person who does presentations. And by the way, today, in this day and age, a lot of business people, probably many of you, are using video to communicate and see the video, the camera magnifies everything. And on camera, we're not only concerned about the big gestures that the arms and hands make, but the slightest shift in the eye movement is a gesture. And it can communicate a lot. I would start paying attention to that. I mean, if any of you are interested, you can reach out to me because I taught acting for camera for many years and I do help business people with that as well. If you want some help on how to become confident and dynamic on camera, reach out to me, send your message to LoseClub at gmail.com. So neutral mask. Another fascinating thing. I want you to look this up on uh, on Google. Our good friend Google. You don't even have to go to the library. I'm going to give you a a name. It's the name of a sculptor. A sculptor. Boccioni. That is B-O-C-C-I-O-N-I. His first name is Umberto Umberto Boccioni, and yes, of course, he was Italian. Born in 1882, died in 1916. Did fascinating sculptor, sculptures with about uh, of the human body, revealing powerful things about it. And I want you to look up one particular sculpture that he did. It's in bronze. It's called Unique forms of continuity in space unique forms of continuity in space and when you see it you're going to see it's the form of a human body but it's an abstract and what it what he accomplished with it is you'll see all of these powerful dynamic lines that he sculpted into the muscles. The uh, statue, if you like, it looks like it's uh, taking one step forward. It looks like a superhero from a Marvel comic, if you... But the point of it is that although this statue is standing perfectly still, of course, it can't move. I mean, it might look like it's moving if you're stoned, but if you're not, it's going to look the way it is, perfectly still... Those lines that he's created in the sculpture give a sense of dynamic movement. Why do I want you to look at that? Because if you just stay still and look at it for a while, almost meditate on it, you'll begin to appreciate the power of your human body as an instrument that communicates things. When I used to train actors... I would even do an exercise where I would get them to put their arms out and to stand very, very tall and to start to feel the dynamic energy of their own bodies and then to start to move very slowly in a space. And when they're moving in relation to other actors who are moving, eventually they can begin to sense The energy from the other people. And when you begin to feel that, you realize wow, my body really does communicate a lot. It would be great if I took control of that communication, harnessed it, and made it support what my words are saying. So if your words want to persuade, you don't want your body to be saying, I'm really not that confident. I don't believe in what I'm saying because you ain't going to persuade anybody. You're just going to persuade them to check out, leave the room, not pay attention to you. Umberto Boccioni. The last one I'm going to give you is a, a very powerful tip that you can use if you're doing a live presentation. Many of you will do presentations on a stage. And a lot of presenters don't think about the fact that their presentation begins before it begins what they'll do is they'll go up on the stage and they'll kind of take about 30 seconds to a minute to kind of settle down nervously and they'll share those nerves with the audience. And at some point, they'll even say, okay, uh, let's begin. Uh, I got news for you. You began. You began before you stepped onto the stage. What I'm going to teach you right now about what to do before a presentation is similar to what I taught actors to do to prepare what I call their moment before. A moment before is literally the moment before you make an entrance onto a stage. Young actors, inexperienced actors, would enter and then begin their performance, not realizing that they're entering and they're coming from a previous action. Their life is already going on before they enter. They've got to be in touch with that for them to be believable when they finally do enter. For you, it's as simple as this. Before you set foot on the stage, clear your mind with a few deep centering breaths, and then I would find one simple physical gesture that you do to yourself. It could be making a fist and just hitting your thigh with that fist as you say quietly to yourself, yes, now go up on that stage and walk confidently to the microphone. If it's a microphone or if you're talking at a podium, walk confidently to the podium. Center yourself, which simply means stand firmly on your two feet, about shoulders width apart, hands at your side. Don't shift from one foot to the other because that's a message, not one that you want to communicate, especially at the beginning. Look at the audience and scan the audience, making eye contact with people. Don't stop on any one person, just allow yourself to look. That moment of silence, of centering, gives you presence. It will be a message to the audience to, okay, this person is about to speak now. I should be quiet. You are taking the reins, taking control of your presentation, you're not communicating nervousness, you're communicating confidence, you'll be amazed when you start to trust the silence, how people will just automatically become quiet. You see, many presenters are so afraid of the silence. As soon as they get up there, they're... Hello, hello. Thank you so much for coming here. My name is Schmutzy Boogity Boo, and I'm here to impress you. Please love me. Please love me. That's not you. So, quick summary. Learn something about neutral masks. Even, hey, go out and buy one. And exercise, do an exercise with a close, maybe with a colleague of yours. You'll learn a lot about the way you communicate. Look up Umberto Boccioni and find the picture of his famous statue, unique forms of continuity in space. And finally, work on the way you begin your presentation, centering yourself before you step onto a stage. I hope that this has been helpful for you. Do as much as you can to learn about the messages that your body communicates. Those are your body stories. You always want to bring them in line with your word stories. Once you do, you will attract more people on a personal level. you begin to have get in touch with your own presence. You will start to make more money because you'll make more sales. All sorts of wonderful things will happen. If you got value from this today, I'm certain that you have colleagues, friends, people you know who could really benefit from it as well. Pay it forward. Let them know that they can hear it on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, and at the website changeyourstorypodcast.com and at that website you'll find a free gift waiting for you a download of the ebook that I created Storytelling Secrets for a Rich Life in Business when you visit iTunes and tell others to do it as well leave a very short comment about the main takeaway you got from this episode do that where it calls for a review. And if you go, and of course, if you got value from it, give us a good rating, ideally a five-star rating. Finally, if you've listened to this, you've absorbed it, you like it, and you're wondering, wow, where do I begin to transform my communication? The answer is simple. Begin by asking, how can I change my story and change my life?